Welcome to episode five of OMG That Meal, a podcast by To Eat List. This is a podcast about food experiences, restaurants, and restaurant culture. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, I do wanna let you know that when you hear this sound, that is a signaling that you should add that restaurant to your tea list. What is tea list? Tea list is a restaurant app designed to help you remember the places you care about most and discover new places from your friends. Uh, for this episode, I am absolutely pumped for our guest. Uh, she's a cookbook author, two-time Food Network competition champion on Guy's Grocery Games, executive chef of the Black Dolphin Inn in New Smyrna Beach, but you may know her as Grilled Cheese Social. So welcome, Mackenzie Smith. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. I'm very excited about this. Uh, when we first started the <laughs> podcast, I was like, I would love to have her on. So um, really oh, pumped yay. to make this happen. Me too. Yeah, and we're also kindred spirits. Uh, I've known from afar that you are an awesome person because you have a love for <laughs> wiener dogs or sausage dogs or dachshunds for all those people who don't know. All of the um, and I'm obsessed with mine. Yes. Mine are literally snuggled up right next to me right here right now. <laughs> that is amazing. They'll what probably... are their names for those listening? So we've got Elote, which is, you know, my little street corn pup. And then we got Finny, which is um, short for fennel. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, mine's name is Reese. Oh. And she is somewhere uh, probably outside on the porch ready to bark at the neighbor's dog. So, oh, yeah. Then just, um, yeah, then just I'm all about it. Know, for squirrel <laughs> duty, so... Yes, it was, that was like extra bonus points. Cause obviously I follow you and, and your, <laughs> you know, your food endeavors, but then I was like, oh man, she loves wiener dogs. And then also at times you drop maybe at least mo uh, more than one occasion, a Tim and Eric reference. So oh, was, always. I always appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually, just to kind of get this started, I want to yeah. start with uh, your, your early, your earlier, you know, portion of your career. So a lot of people don't know that you actually went to school for psychology. Yeah. Um, after grad school, you worked at, is, is it Savor? Savor. Mm -hmm. Savor. I literally watched uh, the, and I actually messed the video it up. On so how I, to... <laughs> I watched the video. They did a video on how to actually say their name. And like, they asked like cat's fur. And do you know that when I was yes. interviewing, I watched that same video. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. So, um, I just want to know, and I'm sure the listeners want to know, like, how yeah. did that transition start from psych major to like to the restaurant industry? Yeah. So, you know, my path was always kind of different. I went to grad school for psychology with a focus in aging and art. Um, I really wanted to do art therapy with old people. And then like my, I guess my first year of grad school blogs became a thing. So someone was like, Hey, you should do a blog. You love food and you always cook for us. And I was like, uh, what's a blog? <laughs> so I went home and I Googled it and I literally watched like 300 YouTube videos on how to like build a website. And that's kind of where, where it began. And since I was in school, I wanted to do something that was like easy and cheap. And I hear that barky. <laughs> oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> Same reaction. Um, and so by the time I finished grad school, I was getting interviewed by Sever for the blog because they did this feature called Sites We Loved. And um, they were like, so what are you going to do after graduation? And literally, I think graduation was like Wednesday and this was like the Friday before it. And I was like, I don't know. You want to hire me? And they were like, yeah, actually, you want to? <laughs> and I was like, uh -huh. yeah. So my interview for the Sites We Loved turned into an interview for the job and I got it and it was just 
I was like, oh my God, this, I love psychology. Don't get me wrong. I think it's so interesting, but I'm also really empathic. So it was really hard to like not be sad all the time when you're hearing sad stuff all the time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh my God, food world is my world. It's so fun. Everyone that works in it is so cool. I just felt like I was finally able to use this creative side of me that, you know, had been missing since I had finished art school. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of crossover. Yeah, totally. With styling and photography and, you know, the way that I kind of look at it is you create this beautiful dish and, you know, if you're like me, you're taking pictures of it, but if not, you know, you're just admiring it and then you get to destroy it. So like, what is more fun than, you know, creation and destruction all in one and obviously getting the benefits of a delicious meal. (laughs) No, totally. And in the midst of all this, you actually started your own catering company. So you know, in the middle of working at a magazine and writing your own, you know, blog at home, you know, what did that transition look like and how did that come about? Yeah. So basically like in New York, you have to have like 300 jobs to be able to pay rent. And, um, I had a very fine taste for expensive food. So I got some more jobs. Um, I became a cheesemonger at this store called Depanair, which is in Williamsburg. It's still there. It's not so much of a cheese store anymore. It's more of just like a gourmet grocery store, like a tiny Dean and DeLuca. Um, but I became a cheesemonger and I learned all about this cheese and I started doing catering out of there for them. And then um, this really cool photo studio prop house opened up behind them called Acme. And I became really good friends with them. There were this really cool like Burning Man group that just like loved art and like loved doing all this crazy stuff. And I one day I think I I think I just was like, hey, do you guys do you need a chef? And they were like, yeah. And so we somehow created a job. I mean, they had a kitchen like in the studio. So they created like a job for me where I would basically be the chef for all the talent, all the um, you know, production team. And then if there was any food styling jobs that needed to be done, I was the in-house food stylist. So it ended up being just like, you know, bouncing from one thing to another. But in New York, you can literally make anything work. So I just did it. And I, I literally never said no. I just like hustled and worked and all these crazy things started happening. You know, I've thrown SpaghettiOs on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I've painted Giselle's boobs with egg yolk. like. There's been some real weird jobs, but all of it has just been so cool. No, that's really awesome. And I want to just, you know, let our listeners know if they haven't noticed already that both times, two pivotal moments in your career actually just came down to you asking for the job, which I think is really, really cool. But I want to get back to the catering business because on TV, we see that it's like a really, really stressful environment. But on the other end, you know, I think of like the show yeah. Party Down. So what is a good representation of that experience in that industry? Yes. Oh, my God. Party Down is such a good way to look at it. So, I mean, my my job itself was actually pretty cool because it was I'd cook basically breakfast, lunch and an afternoon snack for photo shoots. So, you know everybody on the production team is just like dudes who are just like down to eat whatever. And for me, I looked at it as a way to like, you know, try new things and be all creative and weird. And, and people were like, so into it because, you know, craft foods is such like a boring particular 
no offense to anyone in that world. Uh, so genre, right? A food. So I would be making all this crazy stuff. And then, of course, with the talent, you'd get a very strict list of what they can eat. And so I'm not going to name any names, but I would get certain people that I would work with quite often that would be like gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, or obviously if it's vegan, but like so many, you know, holdups. Yeah. And I would have to spend all this extra money to like make them like their specialty meals. And I swear to God, 75% of the time, the talent would see what I had made for the production side and been like, wait, I don't want this. <laughs> like, ew, who wanted this? I want that. And so it was just this like, com- like comical mix of like, you have to pre like prep this for the, the star. Like they can only have this on their diet and then they get there and they're like, I don't know if you beat me out, but they're like, fuck this. I'm eating that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. This is like, this is, it, it made me really happy and it made me more adventurous and, you know, more, I, I felt more fulfilled because of that. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. You don't need to name who's ever complained, but do you have somebody that you were really excited to cook for that you can name? Oh, oh my God. There were so many. Um, we did like, uh, God, what, Janelle Monet was a really cool one. Megan Trainer, She was really funny. Um, oh my God. I'll, as we go on, I'm sure they'll come. So I'm also pregnant right now. So Pregnancy brain is like, thank you. Pregnancy brain is a real thing. Um, Oh, I know it. My wife is also pregnant. So I'm in the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, there, I, I did a huge like football team, but I can't even think of the football team. It was like a USA today sports shoot. And I was so excited because I don't like sports, but I love feeding dudes who can like eat so much food because to me that's just hilarious and it reminds me of my family because you know my brother was always a basketball player and we fed them so much food that it's a joke that we don't know how to cook for like a small group um so you know it was just cool there were so many different types of people that would come into the studio and I would get to literally cook for every different type of person which was really neat so in the previous conversation you had brought up getting to work with, you know, with a lot of cheese. So is that how the Grilled Cheese Social started, you know, with your blog? Yeah. Okay. So I started the Grilled Cheese blog first because I was in grad school and I was like, oh, this is cheap. I can write about it every week. I won't have to like go to the grocery store or recipe test. Like I've, I've always got bread, butter, and cheese. Um, but within working at Sever for a few months, um, I had gotten a job as a cheesemonger after that. So the cheesemonger job came second, but I learned so much from that, that, I mean, they're integral yeah. to each other. No, that's awesome. So, so with regards to like, you know, grilled cheese and coming off the, you know, the cheese conversation, I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your cookbook and, and yeah. kind of how all that started and um, what that experience was like for you, because I, I imagine from like recipe preparation to photography, create, you know, all that publishing, all that kind of stuff. It like, it probably was a pretty significant like undertaking. Uh, yeah. You know, for you and, your and you know what? I I'd love tell... to hear about that. Yeah, of course. I always <laughs> tell, stop guys. I always tell this story because I want people to know like success and failure are hand in hand, right? Like you can't succeed without failing. And for me personally, I got a book deal when I lived in New York. I was 25 years old. It was with a huge publisher. 
and I could not be more excited. Um, but I completely failed. <laughs> I was really into partying and really into like having a good time. And I just never took the book seriously. <laughs> and, um, you know, I never took it seriously. And then before you knew it, my year was up. I had barely done any work on it in my head. For some reason, I thought it would be way easier than it actually was. Um, and I honestly think I just wasn't in the right headspace to do it. I was too young. I didn't take it seriously. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and I was working like four jobs. So it was just crazy to fail at something when I had never really failed at something before. So that was like kind of devastating. Um, so I took it off the table. I decided I would do it at a later point in my life. And fast forward, God, five years. I'd always wanted to do it. You know, I kept up blogging, but I never had the opportunity. And then I got approached by a Florida cookbook like group called Story Farm. And it was just like the perfect match made in heaven. Like they were so easy to work with. It was a much smaller publishing company. So it was very hand, uh, all hands on deck, like super helpful. I was also mature enough to like take it seriously and not like screw around and <laughs> miss deadlines and be too hungover to go to meetings. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I did it and I, it was a lot of work. It took me a full year to, um, you know, conceptualize the book to, I took all the photos, I did all the food styling and I wrote the whole thing. So that in and of itself to me was just like, you know, mission accomplished. Like yeah, I, no, totally. I can do anything. And, um, even though like I totally failed at the first round, like it happened and I'm proud of it. I don't think I would have done as well on this book if I hadn't had that struggle at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I, my cookbook now is, um, it's been out for over a year. It's called Grilled Cheese Social Super Fun Recipes for Super Fun Times. It has grilled cheese recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, That's awesome. yeah, and it's crazy. It's like all stuff that you have on hand. And, you know, one of my things was so many people have given me grilled cheese cookbooks and I'll open it up and I'll flip through and I'm like, this grilled cheese is going to take a half a day to make. There is no way in hell that I'm wasting that much time. Like a grilled cheese should be easy. It should be like comfort food, you know? Um, so with my book, I wanted it to be simple everyday recipes that you can pull off in a matter of an hour. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's really cool. I tried to make it accessible for everyone. Like obviously my last cookbook, my, the one that I failed, failed at, um, would have been a lot different because I probably been, would have been using cheeses that I was finding in New York at specialty cheese shops and all this. But now that I live in New Smyrna beach, I wanted to make it accessible for everyone because shit, I can't get those cheeses anymore unless someone. Yeah, it's kind of like what you can get from like Publix. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I just, I wanted it to be accessible to everyone, no matter where you live. So yeah, it's really cool. I'm really proud of it. 
No, yeah, you should be. That's really awesome. I love to love hearing like those backstories. But um, another backstory I'd love to hear. Uh, I just talked to uh, last podcast we had was with Ali Khan from the Food Network and Cooking Channel. Yeah. Um, so we got we got some behind the scenes from him. Uh, but I'd love to talk to you about Guys Grocery Games. Obviously, you're a two time winner. Yeah. Um, love to hear about the experience. And I know, like as like viewers, we only get to see probably a handful of like the actual time that goes yeah. into it. So I'd yeah. love to hear like behind the scenes, like what does this actually look like? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll tell you, it is, it is the coolest experience that I've ever done. Um, so basically how it goes is you get a phone call or you get an email that says, Hey, we want to interview you for guys grocery games. And I'm like, Oh my God, what? <laughs> and so you do like 15 interviews and like, they range from everything about your personality to your history, to your backstory, to like quizzes on like cooking. They just like want to make sure you're like a real chef, you know? Yeah. And so then they give you some dates and all of a sudden they're like, Hey, can you fly out tomorrow? And you're like, what? <laughs> okay. Um, and you really have no idea what you're in for. So the first time I competed, it was for the cheese competition. And all I knew that it was cheese focused. And so they picked me up at the airport in San Francisco because you shoot in um, Santa Rosa. And I'm with everyone and everyone is super nice, but also like, you know, not bragging, but talking about their accolades, which of course they should be. They're like, you know, a bunch of badass chefs. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm 30. (laughs) (laughs) I work at my parents' bed and breakfast and I write about grilled cheese and like literally like just like laughing, like, how the hell did I make it here? <laughs> and um, so we get there, you check into your hotel and you, you know, that's day one. Day two, you go to the set at six in the morning. They like pick, you know, you bring kind of outfits and then they start the shoot. And I think like the whole time I had this like crazy smile on my face, like nervous energy um like scared scared little deer in the woods and (laughs) guy comes out and he gives he gives us all a pep talk and literally this pep talk is like still in my head is like one of the most inspirational moments of my life like you I I was like crying I was like why am I crying he's not even talking to me he's literally talking to everyone but he's just like such a cool down-to-earth guy and so we walked away and then we're like you know, filming our headshots and like the, what do they call it? The hero shots where you're like standing up in the ladder above the grocery store. And he's like, Kenzie, come here. I want to talk to you. And I'm like, oh my God, what? And he's like, I think he could just sense my nervousness because I was the youngest person. I was, you know, way less known and successful than these other chefs. And he's like, there's a reason that you're here. And my uncle, who I wrote the cookbook to and I dedicated it all to, and he's he's actually the reason that I cook and he's the reason that I moved down to Florida. He passed away. So my whole um, episode was dedicated to him and I was like playing in his memory because he had just died really suddenly. And um, I was like, I, I think he could just sense it. And I know that guy lost one of his siblings and he was like, there's a reason that you're here. Your uncle bro is watching down on you. He's got you. He taught you all this stuff. Like, and I'm sure that they give like a little pamphlet to him to like get to know us. Yeah. But like, it just felt so authentic and real. And I was like crying once again. I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) 
like. No, that's really amazing. I feel like 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 you know, hosts like that can like sit in their green room until it's time to go. So like, that's, oh my god, totally, yeah. totally, totally, and like it, it was just so real, you know. Like you could tell he actually cares. Like everyone on his squad has worked with with him since he won the Food Network show. What like 15, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Like he is just such a cool guy, and like all the people that like hate on him, I just want to like slap. I'm like, you guys, he's done more for American small family businesses in the restaurant world than anyone has ever done in the history of the world. And he's just like a genuinely good dude. Like everyone that works for him loves him. He's hilarious. He's real. He's like playful. And um, yeah. Anyway. I just like totally changed my vibe. Like I wasn't nervous anymore. I was confident and I won the show. I won $16,000 and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't even believe this is real life. And then I got invited back like a year later and I won the all-star burger challenge, which was like Mm, a, a challenge all about burgers against past winners. And then I got invited back again for another cheese tournament. And I made it all the way to the final round. But during the final round, they surprised us and were like, psych, you don't get to run around the grocery store. You now have to beat Iron Chef. <laughs> you have oh to my beat an gosh. Iron Chef. And I was like, wait, what? Like, and uh, I lost. But I mean, whatever. I'm, there's no way that I could have, you know, I mean, maybe, but could have beat a person who's been competing on the Food Network f- for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Eric Greenspan, who's the king of grilled cheese. Um, so he won, and then this last time I was on the Triple D, Triple G Challenge, and um, there was 18 of us, <laughs> and it was so fun. It was just, like, all these winners from Triple G mixed with all the top most popular episodes from Triple – or, I'm sorry, other way around, from Triple yeah. D. And uh, it was just so cool because everyone there – was friends with Guy and like have known him. And it was really cool to hear their stories because what they don't tell you on Triple G, Triple G, no, Triple D, Tyner's Drivers and Dies, is after those shows air for these people, every single one of them said they opened up a second location within six months Whoa. because their restaurant had gotten so popular and had just lines out the door. And they all still have successful restaurants, which is like in the, in, in our industry, it's unheard of. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so he, he, he just does so much cool stuff and he's so supportive and like, I'm friends with all the people on Facebook from, you know, the crew to the staff to people that I met on the show. It's just been a really cool network to be a part of. And I love it. I feel very fortunate and lucky. Yeah, that's amazing. I even think of like um, getting back to like his impact. Uh, Metro Diner, which is out of Jacksonville, who's exactly, like yeah. blowing up everywhere. Thankfully, I have one up the road from my house now, so I'm really happy about it. But yeah, yeah totally see like even like from a local perspective. Um, yeah, you know, actually, some time. of the guys who were on the Triple D side were talking about Metro Diner. I was like, oh, this is so weird. Like they're like, yeah, we know those guys from Triple D, like from Guy. Which wow. is just, it's so cool, you know, like, he really has like a tight knit family. And it was, it was really sad, because it was right after um, uh, Carlos died, the guy who was like, you know, always on his show. Um, so 
it was like a memorial episode so they hung like a picture of him and um it was just really emotional and you could just tell how tight everyone is you know because of guy he's just like this this dude who has so much energy and he uses it for such good things and he's he's a good guy guy's a good guy (laughs) guy's a good guy (laughs) so um i actually i want to get to the to talking about food so um you obviously reside in new smyrna and we can 100 percent talk about your favorite places to eat in new smyrna but that being said um, I want to expand it out. So if if you want to mention anything on Florida's East Coast, it's totally fair game. So yeah. um, the show being called OMG That Meal, um, I'll give you a little bit of the background. So what is an OMG moment? It's a, it's a meal that's easily remembered or the kind of meal that leaves a void in your life. So whether it be New Smyrna or, or somewhere on the Florida East Coast, uh, when was the last time that happened and where was it? Um, okay, so the last time that happened was probably at uh, Doro in Atlantic Beach in Jacksonville. Um, it is like this tiny little restaurant that changes the menu all the time. He, the chef himself, used to be Matt Lauer's chef, a uh, personal chef, and he is from Florida, but I guess he moved back down after all the Matt Lauer, yeah. <laughs> all the scandal happened. And, um, he opened this restaurant where everything is just it's like really fresh fusion style food so we got everything on the menu because we were with some other friends and i had just had a book signing event and we were starving but like everything on the menu we had was amazing from a cream of pistachio soup to he had like a thai pork schnitzel that was literally like the crispiest pork schnitzel topped with like thai uh pickled or no Thai veggies and pickled veggies and like the sauce to these I think he called them like sticky short ribs to a fresh fish dish so it's like global eclectic mixed with really fresh flavors like I mean we had a burrata with like um candied kumquat jam that he had made that day like everything was just so cool and I could not I I mean I still can't stop thinking about it that was definitely one of the best meals I've had in Florida in the last two years. Like, wow. it was amazing. That's so awesome. I go there. <laughs> yeah, perfect. You uh, you nailed it for the OMG meal moment. So yeah, um, awesome. we're actually going to get into our quick fire questions. So there's going to be 10 yeah. questions. Uh, we're going to roll through them relatively quickly. Um, and it's there. It's the questions will will be all over the place about you, your career, the food you love. So um, getting to the first one, what is the quintessential Florida meal everybody should have when visiting Florida? Oh my God, hard question. Um, I'm allergic to shellfish, so I feel like I, I'm bad at this, but I'm going to say you got to eat some hogfish while you're here. Hogfish, nice. Um, yeah. Name the craziest catering moment you've ever had. Oh, the craziest catering moment I ever had was... Um, with Giselle because she is a PETA activist that no one told me about and that I should have researched. And uh, long story short, short, I messed up big time. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Um, what is your favorite food destination? Oh, uh, London. Oh, nice. 
Um, yes. It doesn't have to be your favorite food destination, but it actually uh, it, it actually may coincide with the, the answer you just gave me. This is our fourth question. Um, what is uh, your most what destination is most underrated? So I'm just can, I can't read. I can't read Portugal. today. Portugal. No, yep. <laughs> nice. Um, if you could have any guest on your YouTube channel to cook with, who would it be? Uh, Maddie Matheson. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, so <laughs> your most proud moment as a chef? Uh, winning Guys Grocery Games for the first time. Outside of grilled cheese, what other food item do you love experimenting with? Um, all Southern food, which I guess kind of goes back to the Florida meal. I was going to say you have to have hush puppies too while you're here. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I honestly thought you were going to say pasta because you do a lot of pasta. Like very. Oh, I do so much pasta. I do yes. so much. That was actually on my mind too, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, my family roots are very Southern. So mm -hmm. kind of updating those things into new flavors. It's always, it always feels right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to just, we're really going to lead into the Florida of this, of this episode. Okay. <laughs> so what is your favorite place to eat at Disney world? It could be anywhere. It could be parks, hotels, Disney Springs, like any, like favorite place to eat going out Ooh, there. Yeah. Um, okay. So we love Frontera grill at Disney Springs. We always say that spot up whenever we go. Nice. All right. And we'll just bonus for all the Disney lovers and grilled cheese social yeah. lovers, uh, in the park, any of the parks. Ooh, um, I feel like we always eat at Hogwarts. Or I'm sorry, that's not Disney. That's Universal. Whoops. Extra bonus. <laughs> um, extra bonus. So let's see. In I oh I go to Food and Wine every single year, especially the flower thing, um, or the garden one. But yeah. I think that the I'm gonna go ahead and say that new cheese booth at Epcot is like what's up? They always I I God I can't remember the exact name of it. But it's literally like a cheese booth where they sell like little mini cheese plates, mac and cheese, and grilled cheese, and it's just perfect. I feel like it's made for me. Do you remember which land that is? Is it France? No, it's not. It's not like in. I think it's in. Let's see, cheese land, Epcot. <laughs> um, it's it's like not in one of the countries. It's like in it's, the it's its Tomorrowland or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, Future World. Is that what it's called? It's in Does Future it... World. Okay. Yes. Favorite cheese pairing? Ooh, favorite cheese pairing? Well, maybe right now because I've been like dreaming about Telegio. I would say Telegio and Guava. Ooh. That's all I want right now. Nice. Uh, which restaurant is next on your to eat list, AKA the next restaurant you want to try or really want to go to? Oh my God. All of them. Cause we're on quarantine right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you um, want takeout from really bad? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually, okay. So there's a place in Orlando that I've had on my list forever, but we never get out there. Uh, cause it's kind of far, but Susuro. Have you heard of that place? I have. Yes. I want to go there so bad, but I have not been yet. <laughs> So that's on my that's on my list, I guess. Your post quarantine meal. Yes, of dreams. Is that the Japanese place? Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. and it's kind of like out by Disney. Um, and then there's another place I guess I have too is the new Latte Market. L A T T E. I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's the new Asian market on Colonial that has like 
like it's just like the Queens Asian food market. So it's like a huge grocery store. And then there is a food hall on the side of it with like 15 different um, Asian restaurants within it. Oh, no way. Yes. And it looks so freaking awesome. Like, I like literally stock it on Instagram. (laughs) And Sasura has like super, it's like all anime and like Gungam in there, right? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I totally (laughs) saw that. I like love that. Like, they've got little Cupid dolls everywhere, which if you ever look at my cookbook, I literally have Cupid dolls hidden all over the cover of it. But it's, it looks so fun and the food looks so awesome. And, I can't wait to, I, I love Asian food. I actually think I miss that the most about not living in New York anymore is my access to great, delicious Asian food. That's awesome. Yeah. So that actually completes our quick fire questions. So thanks for sharing your experiences and favorite places with us. Um, so please feel free to shamelessly plug yourself. What do you want people to check out about you? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so as you guys know, Mackenzie Smith from Grilled Cheese Social. Um, if you could follow me on Instagram at Grilled Cheese Social, that would be sweet. I've been posting lots of new recipes and travel guides, and I've got the rest of my Portugal uh, blog series coming out now that we have some time because of this quarantine. But um, yeah, I'd love to to meet all you on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So uh, also plugging major two plugs here's the first one one go yeah. buy her book uh Thank you're you. stuck inside so you should you know just make grilled cheese while you're stuck yeah. inside and you can't go to your favorite restaurants two i'm going to buy the book right now so if you're listening on apple Podcasts, spotify or whatever your preferred podcast listening service is screenshot it post it to instagram and tag to eat list and let me know that you want the book and I will pick one winner. Oh, amazing. That's so, cool. so if you were listening to the podcast and you enjoyed it, feel free to rate us specifically with five Yay. stars because we're giving away books here. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, feel free to subscribe as well. Um, we'll be back with another episode of OMG That Meal and uh, enjoy your time in your house with your family. And please make sure to order takeout from your favorite local restaurants. Yes, totally. See you soon. Do it. <laughs> Awesome. 